Are you ready to question everything you know about money and success? I set out to build a healthy relationship with money, but along the way, realized that no money issue is actually about money. Join me as I break down my old beliefs and learn what's really true. I'm Noe Kalfa, and this is the 90 Day Money Challenge. It's day 20 of my 90-day money challenge, and for some reason this morning I'm speaking in my circus announcer voice. Welcome, everybody. All right, if you're new, every day for 90 days I'm doing the work of Byron Katie on a new thought about money, success, worth, and work to try to get to the root of it and really develop a healthy relationship with money. And um, it's been really amazing to watch so many of you doing the work with me, starting your own challenges, commenting, private messaging me, really vulnerable stories. I so love it. I so appreciate it. But let's dive into today's thought, which is real success is outside my reach. Real success is outside my reach. The first things that popped into my mind were that this thought is really associated with being held back by myself. And that I've always had a hard time conceiving of what what does real success feel like? What would it be like to really be really successful? And that it it feels like a big leap and a, a big leap into somebody who's not me. And that's something we'll explore. This turned out to be a really powerful session for me and uh, lots of crying and uh, really lots of tending my inner ones. And with each of these lessons, I realized that money issues have nothing to do with money. It's completely to do with our relationship with ourselves. So you're going to see that as we go along here. And uh, yeah, so like I said, Believing I'm poor or my family's always in debt for so long has blocked that part of myself from really being able to leap forward and choose to go on the adventure of success. To Even though I've kind of struggled with it, it's been more in reaction than in a, a solid foundation where I'm, I'm stepping forward. You know, it's like if the foundation is rocky, then I'm always going to be fighting to stay upright. But if the foundation is solid, then I can actually take steps forward. Yeah, so that became really clear in this session. Okay, and as we begin, we always start with the question, is it true? So real success is outside my reach. Is that true? And you want to look for the places that feel the most vulnerable and the most hesitant. And then really sit with them. Sit with them. Be patient with them. As I ask myself, is it really true that real success is outside my reach? What I saw was this old belief underneath that of I'm not popular. I'm not confident. I'm the shy kid. I'm the nerdy kid. I'm the outcast. I'm the weirdo. And then that started to bring back some memories. But when I kept sitting with it and I started to look at my life now and I looked at the people who I really admire, who are really successful, 
I see that they have some amount of luck, they have some amount of skill, they have some amount of passion, some amount of desire to go big and really uh, kind of determination and a bravery. And I thought, oh, I have all of those things. I'm a lucky person. I am skilled. I'm brave. I have a desire to go big. And I am really passionate about all of the work that I do. I've spent the last five years really figuring that out. So is it true real success is outside my reach? No. That was clear. That is clear. Oh, that's good news. And on top of that is all of the doubts and the fears. So let's dive in. All right, the third question here of the work is, how do you react when you believe that thought, right? And this is where all the dark stuff comes out. So real success is outside my reach. I immediately collapse. I feel hopeless and sad and defeated and like, uh, it's already been decided. I've brought this up. This seems to be a theme. I brought this up in past days, this feeling of, well, this is the lot that I've been given in life and that's what I'm stuck with and there's nothing I can do about it. Right? It's kind of an age-old story. You see that in movies all the time. Uh, that that the sort of the external characters are are saying, "Oh, you can't change your your uh, future," and then the 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 hero's story is always the same. They always end up going through all kinds of stuff and changing their story, and that seems to be what's happening here as well. So when I believe that thought, it feels hopeless and sad and and like far away, hard to get to. I mean, it's that reaching thing. It's like, I have to reach for success. Um, there's nothing I can do here in my life for it. I have to reach for it because it's out there. And so it's really, it's outside. I have to reach for it. When I'm believing real success is outside my reach, I started to have these memories come. And this is what really brought up a lot of feeling was, um, Memories of being, of moving to the U.S. when I was eight years old and feeling foreign and like, like people still speak English, but it's a different English and uh, the customs are very different. People treat each other, uh, honestly, not as kindly. Um, there's a lot of, a lot more status going on than I experienced um, when I was in England growing up. And so, and, and there was a lot more um, kind of choosiness. And maybe it was the school that I went to in England was pretty open, whereas the one in the U.S. was pretty, um, I don't know, intense and like uh, hierarchical in terms of cool kids and all that. But I had never really experienced that. And, um, and so I immediately felt like, oh, I'm on the outside. And then all of that, led me into seeing that a big part of my identity has been, I don't belong here. I don't belong in this country. And when I really looked at that, I realized to this, well, to up to a few hours ago, I had not chosen to be in this country. Um, because when my parents split up, my mom took the three of us kids um, from England over to the US. And I didn't want to go. I wanted to stay in England. 
and uh, and I lost all of my friends. I lost everything I knew uh, as I was taken against my will to the U.S. And I had never chosen truly to be here in this country. And that, as you'll see, is a really, really big deal, uh, choosing to be here, choosing to be in your life, whether it's choosing to be in your city, choosing to be in your home, choosing to be in your community. That is has everything to do with success and everything to do with your own ability to show up. So I went in and I actually found there was a previous time, which was when I was really young, maybe five years old, uh, my parents took me to my first day of preschool. And, um, and I remember I didn't want to be there. I was really scared and I didn't want to leave my parents. I was five years old and they brought me to this new place. I felt really sensitive and shy and like, I don't know what to do. Like, I, I don't know if people are going to want to play with me. And I went back. I spent about 45 minutes just being with those two ages, about eight years old and about five years old. And seeing that um, that little one needed me. And so I went back there and I just spent time just getting, building a little bit of trust with those little ones. And then um, asking them what they're afraid of and spending time with their fears, just listening to them. And they've got, they've got it all right. Like they're afraid of these things and they, um, and they're so honest those little inner parts of ourselves. They're so honest, they're gonna tell us everything. And as I sat with those little places, I, I you know, said, hey, um, this is an adventure. And I always grew up with um, stories of mythology, Greek mythology especially. And so um, I was always familiar with the, the stories of heroes and, um, and uh, that was, something that I, I always loved and admired. And so I was able to share that, you know, stepping into a new school is a brave thing to do and that people are really going to like you and really going to love you, little Noe. And they're going to want to play with you because you have so much enthusiasm and so much passion. And, um, you know, I'm sure you are the same watching this video that you have so much enthusiasm and passion for the things that you love. And that if you have anything like that story of, of being shy or being hesitant or worrying whether people are going to like you, they're going to like you and they're going to want to play with you. They're going to want to connect with you. And, um, and that gave me so much bravery as I was meditating with my inner self that I could see my inner self run off and I just told him that I'm, I'm going to be here. I'm just going to be sitting here. And if you need me at any time, just call on me. And I did the same thing with my eight-year-old self. That was a little bit harder because he was older and had more developed fears. And like he, and he lost everything, everything he knew. All he had was all stuffed animal cow. That was all he had. I still have the cow. And he lost his friends. He lost his home. He lost, um, he lost everything. And and he was crying a lot and I just held him and saw that 
that I just need to be there for him and show him that there have been lots of lots of people who have lost everything and and I gave him a flaming sword he always wanted a sword to play with gave him a flaming sword of bravery to step out into this new adventure and I was there with him at the airport uh, in my memory uh, before he goes on the plane and I know you're not supposed to give kids weapons um, when they step on airplanes but I did and um, and he he uh, is going to use it well, only to play and only to develop skill, not to harm anybody. It, it's a sword that, that can't harm anybody. But it gave him a lot of bravery. And then I brought myself all the way back to now and asked myself, do I now, at age 32, want to be here? Want to be in the United States? Want to be in Seattle, want to be in this house, want to be in the communities that I'm a part of. And what I immediately saw is that I have chosen to be in the communities that I've been a part of. I chose to be in this house. I just moved in about a month ago and, and I love this house. and I love the people I'm living with. And it's been one of the biggest choice moments for me. And I really chose Seattle. I used to um, live in Southern California and I chose to move here very intentionally but I hadn't chosen to be in the U.S. I hadn't chosen to be in this country. So I had to sit with that without any kind of rushing or agenda just to feel and see. And what I saw is, is, is the same thing is I was afraid um, because I'd been taken here against my will and I, I was angry, I was sad, um, all of that familiar, I don't want to be here, I don't want to be here, I just want to go home, was there. And I saw that going home is forward, not backward, and that I'm stepping into to home right now, um, and that it's an adventure. And do I want to go on this adventure, even if I have to lose memories and lose the past? And the answer, in the end, was yes. And I feel really joyful about that. And that brought me back into the work on real successes outside my reach. And I saw I haven't been successful, totally successful, because I haven't really been trying, because I haven't really wanted to be here. And because I've had all this resistance and struggle to totally being here, totally showing up as myself, totally expressing everything that I have, contributing everything I have, believing in myself, and offering all of that without hesitation, totally confidently, that's showing up, that's choosing to be here. And that is who I am without the story, real success is outside my reach. I'm gonna leave it there for today. I hope this video had a big impact on you as it did on me, and I will see you tomorrow. You've been listening to the 90 Day Money Challenge. All episodes are available in video form with me, Noe Kalfa, waving my arms and wearing spiffy new outfits every day. You can access these videos and join the conversation by following at Noe Kalfa on Instagram. This podcast is a production of Worth the Journey, 
with editing help from Simone Sanz and art by Malcolm Rene Ribot. Worth the Journey is the business and marketing agency I created, where you can find everything you need to launch and grow your heart-centered business, from virtual assistance to business coaching to website and graphic design. Our team is seriously amazing. You've got to check us out at worththejourney.com. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.